Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Howdy, folks. Saxy Maxi here. DJs, it's time to talk about DJ gear. What's the best thing in the world? That's right, hugs. What's like a hug? Wearing a shirt. And if you want to be hugged by a shirt, you should really make the choice to be lovingly embraced by some deeply sexy DGen merch. With creative, well-thought-out designs, you can directly support this podcast and get yourself some sweet gear. Further, they have a full custom shop, so you can add multiple logos to a single shirt or throw that logo on a children's bib because that baby's got Zeke physique. Head to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com, click on the DGen shop, do yourself a favor, and up your style. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey, Arch, do you want to switch positions so you're on the bottom again? Oh, yeah, no problem. Thanks. Yeah, know your role, Arch. He's the host. He should be on the bottom. That's a hell of a thing to say about somebody. Bookie is a Nazi. I I like wood. Uh, Max is being audited. So, um, fun times. Fun times in the the Mortlock household right now. First rule is to give him everything. Like, everything. Like, whenever we get audited. Like, okay. We must be picking up some feedback because the the, uh, moderator keeps muting me. More money, more problems, as they say, Panther. Fuck Adam Gase. I can get on board with that sentiment. (laughs) Look at that punchable face. I can absolutely say, for a matter of fact, that Adam Gase is an absolute piece of shit. Dump off. Seriously, fuck that guy. That one's going in the memory banks. You I mean, but yeah. Brady's paying to 50, so I mean, he, I, I figured you could podcast well into your 60s or 70s, Panther. I mean, it's not that taxing. I mean, in fact, like we were even mentioning on Twitter, this is not like you like, do much. I'm just making shit up as I go along. It's back, ladies and gentlemen. You guys now know the secret password. Wiggle, wiggle. I think they need to get Kyrie in to cleanse Jets, the Jets training facilities. Hello, Panther. How are you? Happy Monday. We like you. But I wake up, and much to my delight, Justin Bieber. The fact that they didn't win another World Series? Ah, it's, fuck me. Talked about ESPN and Disney, and they're getting in bed together, kind of. And the Patriots. It's a three-way. Yay. Justin Bieber. His career is fucked. He's going to end up in goddamn Cleveland. As we discussed, it's the Max and Panther show hosted by our You said the Chiefs are going to be good too, you stupid. <laughs> Justin Bieber! Howdy, homies, and welcome to the Sunday edition of the Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy Podcast. My name is Saxy Maxi, and today I'm joined by my progalicious brother. It's Mad Max. Mad Max, happy NFL Sunday to you, good sir. Happy NFL Sunday. This is the first NFL Sunday you and I have done together. I know, I'm stoked. I We've love not this. done NFL Sunday yet. It's, it's just been toiling away with baseball ever since you've joined the Degen yeah, family base, over baseball here. Baseball and NBA, and that has been... Oh, that's right. You have Ugh. no idea how much of a slog that was for me. <laughs> I really don't... I, I It really proved to me how little I know about any sports. 
<laughs> that time but of football, year. Football, that's changing, right? <laughs> nope. Also, this is also this is the, actually I was really excited for football season, and now I, it is proving out actually to be not as great. But I am wearing my Seattle Frauds T-shirt. Head to AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. Pick up yourself one of those. Because I'm excited for this NFL Sunday. I think this is my turnaround Sunday. I've had a better week. I won a couple college bets yesterday. How was your yesterday in betting? Oh, terrible. Uh, baseball. I, uh, I was, I was, uh, yeah, I did baseball betting yesterday. I don't touch college. But you, you know that. Like, I, don't I touch understand. College. But uh, baseball was horrible yesterday. I think uh, I went one and three in my bets. But, just, mm-hmm. you know, I track my picks as well. And, oh, yeah. and overall in the season, I've, I've picked, you know, fairly well i've done yeah. but yesterday was i think it was like a five and ten day with my Oof, picks yeah. it was just uh, absolutely yeah. atrocious baseball season's winding down and it's actually getting kind of exciting because there's so many great playoff races for the playoffs right the, the wild yeah. card is fucking intense in both right. the al and the nl it's awesome but it's also like i'm looking at these teams like why aren't you winning why yeah. aren't you winning these games oh, yeah. you suck yeah yep 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 i'm i'm seeing that too there's a there's been a lot of uh twins winning games lately that i'm like what yeah, the right. hell why what the hell <laughs> now they show up to play now they show up to play wow my goodness well i mean so, yeah, yeah let's beat up on barrios let's yeah. let's oh, throw yeah. some oh, salt okay. on the wound there you know what hey hey they they that's how they're kissing him goodbye and into the playoffs that's, that's it's a very it's a very minnesotan thing to do here we're gonna put you in a better situation and here's a loss and another yes. loss <laughs> yeah, that Toronto team blows my mind. They've got a plus 169 nice run differential mm-hmm. on the year, and they might not make the playoffs. Yeah, insane, insane. I just if if they if they miss the playoffs, I mean, I guess Shohei's not making the playoffs, but he's he's still the front runner for MVP, right? Yeah, yeah, I think we'll he'll see. get it. Vlad, that'll be a nice second though, right there. Oh, but yeah. that Toronto team, I, unfucking believable. You got the Yankees and the Red Sox play, playing the, the Sunday night game. I think it's going to be a hell of a game. You're, you're, you know, Major League Baseball is kind of rooting for them to be the wild card teams. Mm-hmm. That one game play in, yeah. Yankees, oh, yeah. Red Sox. Oh, come on, they come want on, that. they want that. That's that's going to be the most expensive ticket in town. That if I, this, oh, yeah. maybe this yeah. this entire I mean like obviously you know you get to World Series it gets way 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 more expensive but that game would that it would have to be the most expensive wild card game ticket of all time. You know they could probably because more than likely the Red Sox right now are in the lead for for the wild card mm-hmm. and it, so the game would happen in, in Boston but more than likely they would probably open up Yankee Stadium to watch it on the big screens and that shit would still probably fucking sell out just oh, people yeah. just watching the goddamn oh, yeah. game on the big screens in Yankee Stadium would probably sell out that that's how wild it would be now have you have you ever gone to one of those viewings at at like your home no. stadium no. no. Oh, fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> I mean, I, I get it. Like, you know, it's one of those things like, oh, you know, you're just, uh, you're with your, your, I don't like people. You know, like, I don't like people. Like, I mean, I don't go to the game to be around people. It's, yeah. it's not what I'm doing. So, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, sadly, mm-hmm. sadly, I, I remember having, um, <laughs> uh Mets playoff tickets uh oh, the year of their epic collapse mm. like the, the they they went into September just massively uh, I think it was 2008 season I believe and I remember having like playoff tickets throughout because I was a, uh, I was not a season ticket holder but I I, I had a, a ticket plan so I got like mm. a good portion of home home games I went to that year and so I got first dibs at playoff tickets so I had all throughout the playoffs I had you know 
playoff tickets for the Mets. Even if they made the World Series, I would have had World Series tickets for the Mets. Yeah. And I was just so stoked. He said, man, you know, they, they, they were one strike away. They were Carlos Beltran called strike away from, mm-hmm. you know, making it to the World Series. Like, the Mets are going to fucking do this, blah, blah, blah. And then the epic collapse. And I just, I think that was probably in my lifetime when I realized how depressing it was to be a Mets fan. <laughs> you know, you and I are very similar. <laughs> we, we have we have a lot in common. The way that you just described that situation to me, it just resonated so much with my entire upbringing in in football and rooting for the Vikings. <laughs> it, it 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 felt so akin to exactly what I have tried to describe for years: the pain of of, of continuing to love someone and or some entity not in Kansas but an entity that has <laughs> screwed you on a on, on a year in and year out basis in during the season in the off season in the playoffs in the preseason the whole way through that I, yeah yeah that, have I ever explained to you how I'm a Rams fan? Has it, have I ever told you the story of that? No, 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 no. But you know what? This is a perfect platform to do so. How did you become a Rams fan? All right. So, so uh, here's a glimpse into Mad Max's home okay. life, right? I, I am of <laughs> oh, no. one of three children, right? Okay, so okay. I'm the youngest, the youngest of three children. I've got an older brother and an older sister. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it, growing up in the 80s, you know, my brother was a Giants fan, right? right. And for, you know, for some reason, my sister was a 49ers fan. Right. So, you know, I was like, oh, the 49ers are a good team. I'm going to root for the 49ers. My brother gave me so much shit. He's like, you're such a front runner. Got to, you know, root for the team that wins the Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. So I got so pissed off at him. I picked up a newspaper. I was like, fine, I'm going to root for the worst fucking team in the league right now. And it happened (laughs) to be the Los Angeles Rams. So from that point on, the late 80s, I became a Rams fan. And it's been fun, honestly. Uh, You know, I, I, you know, I had, um, uh, you know, my Everett jersey when I was a kid, and and I, I love Flipper Anderson, and then oh, they had yeah. the the Jerome Bettis era, and then it led into that uh, Kurt Warner, Marshall Falk, uh, great, great show, show on, on turf. You yeah. know, so I mean, I've had a wild ride. I've seen some terrible, terrible seasons. Oh yeah, I mean, leading up to all of that in the in the you know eighties and nineties and stuff like that, some mm-hmm. shitty seasons. They win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're pretty good for a couple of seasons after that, and then dreadful fucking seasons. And then I had to get, deal with the fucking Jeff Fisher era of the Rams, Ew. and now uh, kind of back oh, in man. business with, with the McVay era. So I've I've had a roller coaster route for the Rams, but that's how it was. I was I you know my brother yeah. called me out for being a front runner. He was true. It was right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and uh, I picked the worst team in the league, and it's kind of stuck since then. Well, you know, you pick the worst team in the league, and your team has still won a Super Bowl. In in mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. not just your lifetime, but in your the existence of the franchise, and been to three of them. In, it, yeah. since I've been rooting, yeah, since I've been rooting for them, they've been to three. So, do you want to maybe switch allegiance and have, throw some of that luck on my Vikings? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'll just become a Jags fan, right? They they could oh, fucking use man. it. <laughs> yeah, they. You know what? They really need it. That that's that's a franchise that's just it seems. Ah, it, it's they, they had the Blake Bortles here, mm-hmm. but other than that, it's been a pretty sad go. Well, there's a, maybe what a good Mark Brunel year out of there. Who's- oh, they, yeah, they've had a handful of good seasons in there. I mean, the, they, their best chance was that when they almost knocked out the fucking Patriots in that mm-hmm. AFC Championship game. Yeah, that defense was was one of the best defenses we've seen in ages. And mm-hmm. uh, thank you, thank you, Jaguars. I, I'm very much appreciative of Jalen Ramsey. He's a hell of a ball player, and I appreciate him <laughs> playing for the Rams right now. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's he's great. Although the whole Brinks truck BS and all that. I mean, you know, I don't need someone showing up to practice in a Brinks truck. All right. <laughs> like, 
I just don't need that attention. That's like, that's like, <laughs> there's like a lot of dumb ways to spend your money. That's like up there. That's like gotta be so high up it's helping there. Helping the economy. It's helping the economy. I don't care what these fucking the fools do with their cash as long as, as long as it helps the economy, right? They don't need help. They, they carry, they carry like, you know, practically like the sawed off shotgun and, and like fucking, you know, like bazillions of dollars and they're probably insured insanely. And so I can't, I can't imagine that they're having a rough time. That's not a part of the economy that, that, that needs stimulating. Hire a jazz musician. <laughs> Probably one of my favorite things to do in Grand Theft Auto, by the way, is, is hij- hijacking those uh, Brinks trucks. So, <laughs> yeah, shooting see, a bazooka, just blowing up all the money. I don't fuck care. I don't actually want the money. I just want to destroy <laughs> things in it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, exactly. Nobody wants to do the hire the jazz musician mission in that game. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants to do that one. <laughs> Uh, oh man well before we get to talking about some actual footballs and shit let's talk about some music because mad max for the first time in the history of this podcast i have sent you some music to listen to and not the first time yeah the last time we talked you sent me stuff you literally sent me stuff the last time we talked did we what did did i send you last time uh let's see what was it um it was a dude from Minnesota. Is your boy from Minnesota? Oh, Corey um, Wong. I sent yeah, you Corey yeah, Wong. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 But th- okay. That wasn't the prog. That wasn't that wasn't this kind of <laughs> this mental space. This this is a totally different mental space. This music that I sent you, and uh, it is almost diametrically opposed to the Corey Wong stuff. Uh, I was going to ask, how would you describe this to our listeners? What I sent you? Uh, it's it's King Crimson on Adderall. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. Yep. It's, 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 it's wild. It yeah. really is. I, it, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a big f- uh, fan of King Crimson, right? So, you know, oh, yeah. and, and the, their influence on uh, the prog metal scene is, is oh, just yeah. remarkable. I mean, you know, you don't have a tool, like there's no tool without yeah. King Crimson, right? It does, that just doesn't happen. And so listening to it, you, you, you know, you hear the madness that is King Crimson in there, especially the guitars at times. It's very oh, yeah. reminiscent uh, of, of their stuff. Uh, what what I can say is like King Crimson's always in control, mm-hmm. but sometimes you do, you can't tell that they're in control, right? right? You listen to them and it's like this is like, this is insane, but it, really they they it's not just insanity. They have a complete control over it, and I think you're encapturing uh, some of this as well. And mm-hmm. by the way, I, we haven't even mentioned uh, the the uh, what we're talking right, about. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> are, are you are you going to give it a shot, uh, Tigran? <sighs> Hamasayan's Red Hail. There you go. Close yes. enough. Close Red enough. Hail. That that two, works for you. In 2009, you uh, mentioned it's a metal jazz Armenian folk. Armenian. Yes. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute as well. Um, but it's it's wild, man. So what I I think is different between this and King Crimson is mm-hmm. um, you know very very mathy, very very meticulous, oh, yeah. and and you have that uh, controlled uh, chaos, and it's I think it's even more controlled. It gets to mm-hmm. a point where you're expecting it to just kind of fall apart and it just doesn't like oh, yeah. it keeps it very tight and very, uh, uh, you know, on time and then switching things up. It's, it's, it's pretty remarkable. And then, so, um, other than these guys, can you name another Armenian band that you know of? Uh, isn't, uh, the lead singer of system of a down. There What's you his go. name? Ding, ding, search, ding. Search. Search, 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 danger. Yeah, there you go. Yes. I, that's, that's how I first learned about, uh, Armenians was from System of a Down. I, I mean, call me out. I'm a stupid American. Blah 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 blah. But 
you know, I first heard about Armenia and then you find out like, oh, the, the Kardashians are part of Armenia. Right. And then you start seeing Armenian ladies and then you go to Montreal and you realize that they have a nice, <laughs> uh, a, a plethora of Armenian ladies that live in Montreal. And you're like, oh, I like Armenia. <laughs> are, are you moving to uh, Canada or Armenia? No, no, no. Mohel. Mohel, as they call it. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of visiting Mohel, especially the hockey games, but I'm not moving there. But they do have a, a, a nice... Um, assortment of Armenian ladies there. But back to the music. Uh, yeah, I dug it, man. Like, it was really cool. I really had no idea what to expect from that description. Yeah. And uh, it, it definitely uh, hammered home. Uh, where, where'd you hear about this? Wait, you know, I mean, like, it seems well, like right up your alley. Yeah, well, obviously, going to uh, jazz school, being surrounded by other complete and utter nerds who are just into this kind of crap. This is, this is the kind of fodder that we, uh, like seek out this very, um, you, you have some very different styles of music that are just very coming together and in almost a brutal fashion. And, uh, it's, it's really that kind of, uh, that kind of, this kind of music is so beautiful in a very unique way because it is something that once you hear it, you know, you can say what that is. You know, what's it? There's, there's, I forget. There's probably some deeply inappropriate phrase of, I don't know what it is, but when I see it, I can tell you. That's <laughs> pornography. What it is. Yeah, there right. we go. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, this music is kind of like that because once you hear it, then every time, like if you hear some of uh, Tigran's later work, then you'll hear similar uh, kind of st- stuff of a similar ilk. But uh, you know, and you can say that this is definitely Tigran. This is definitely some Armenian folk music influence into like metal, basically. But um, it's 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 such a different kind of music i i forget where i think i came across a youtube video of him playing at like a french like a tv station or something like that and he was doing one of the songs he does this like you know beatbox kind of thing um with the drummer back and forth and that was the song that he did on this this french tv show and i think that he terrified half the people that were in the building uh with his performance it was it was wonderful i enjoyed it very much and uh regardless i'm this this genre is so unique i i urge everyone to go out and listen to tigran hamasine's red hail oh yeah absolutely yeah. and again like the guitar work is, is very reminiscent of mm-hmm. uh, adrian blue and and you know I, being a nine snails fan like i'm huge into nine snails uh adrian blue has played on on quite a few um Nine Inch Nails albums as well, mm. and he, they think he even toured with Nin for a little bit as well. But uh, you, you, you hear some of the downward spiral, some of that like amazing guitar work on that. Mm-hmm. That's what you're kind of hearing on this too. It's very reminiscent of of that. I was you know I was, I was impressed. So uh, appreciate you uh, sending it's, it my way. Hey, well I'm I I always like throwing out some rock and prog to our listeners because I know Grizzly is still out there listening to us and he enjoys us uh, melting a little bit of face on here. <laughs> Well, Mad Max and I are up early on the morning of September 26th, so we'll have all kinds of lines to talk about. Y'all know every Sunday I'm checking in with the DJs about how their week's been going, what they're seeing, what they're looking to do in the next week, and what they like today. So, Max, I know we're just getting to the meat and potatoes of week three, so it's early for real trends to have formed for this whole NFL season. But I'd like to do a little exercise with you that we had talked about offline. Looking at this week's slate of games, what outcomes would confirm a trend going into next week? Yeah, it's it's a, a really good question, and you know, I was thinking about it too. And I think the the one that just jumps out at me is the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. I'm I've been very impressed with what I've seen from the Raiders through a couple of weeks here. I'm on them again today. That'll mm-hmm. be my third consecutive week of being on the Raiders. And we talked about it on yesterday's NFL show 
and Arch is, is kind of like, ah, I'm fading it. It's, it's getting a little uh, fishy because, you know, the public is, is on board with the Raiders. So I think this is the, the, the chance. It's like if the Raiders win in cover today, the books will really pad that line next week to rope in the public, and it's probably time to fade them Got next it. week if they win, if they win in cover this week. If they don't win in cover this week, then it kind of confirms that the, the the that Arch was right and that uh, the books did it for this week and they roped in idiots like me and Panther. Got but I, I do think that the Raiders get it again this week and and but next week is something that you're they're 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 gonna you know juice those lines. They're gonna try to get more out of the public next week if the Raiders uh, do it again. And mm-hmm. and they're gonna progressively keep doing that because people will spend money on it. So where you might see like a four point spread, it would go up to five, right? Yeah. There or four and a half or something like that. The books are smart. They know, they see what the public's doing, and they're like, well, the public's just going to keep betting this team. If I up this up, they're going to do it. Uh, where where they start to, um, again, you know, get get a little bit worried is they can't push it too high because then that's when the Sharps kind of fucking uh, send on right. it for all their fucking money on it. But, you know, just keep an eye out on, on that. I think the Raiders is one of the teams to look out for. Got it. Got it. Do you have any other of those? Like, for instance, if the Vikings lose today, I'm going to call in sick tomorrow. That's, that's 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 probably right. Uh, the Vikings starting zero and three is no. not unheard of. I mean, they had a shitty start to last season and, yeah. and bounce back. But I do think uh, it might be a case of Panther being right if they start zero and three. Uh, Zimmer might be out of there. Yeah, I can't believe that Panthers already began Zimmer watch like week two. But I feel you just wanted to beat Arch to it. I mean, Arch is usually the first one on the show that that puts a coach on a coach on watch. I think Panther just like no fuck it. I'm going to beat Arch to it this season. Well, I'm glad that we can all do this together. <laughs> I'm, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that we can all do this together, guys. This is wonderful. Another team to another game or another team to just kind of look out for is the yeah. uh, New Orleans Saints. Okay, because they yeah. came out in Week One and just stomped the fuck mm-hmm. out of Green Bay, and then yeah. they absolutely got hammered and shit the bed against Carolina the following yeah. week. And now we start to think about Carolina as. Man, are they actually a good team? They're three and zero now. Sam Darnold looks good, but New Orleans is one of those teams. Like how they bounce back today, and I do have them winning. I do have them mm-hmm. winning and beating New England today. But if they don't, then I've got a lot of concerns about them moving forward as well. Yeah, I'm. I am actually on that game, so we'll get to that later today. I, I, I have my, I have my own thoughts about Jameis and uh, <laughs> he. I mean, his his streaky situation and the fact that he recently got LASIK surgery. So mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think po- I feel positively for the guy that he's uh, his his uh, eyes are moving into a healthier direction. But um, personally, I d- I don't feel like he's the kind of guy who I would want to, uh, you know, have be leading my organization from mm-hmm. a quarterback perspective. Just just overall, just overall that I don't I don't know. What are your thoughts on the James Winston experience? I, I I'm, I'm not a huge fan of James Winston. I think he's got um, he's got a boatload of talent. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. Um, if he's got the the right uh, mentality to to succeed as a quarterback in in the NFL, I think right. he uh, follows a bad play up with more bad play. Oh, you, you know, yeah. it's it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if he's good in a game, 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, man, like he's good in the game. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he's, and then he keeps building off of that. But if he does one thing wrong, it just kind of fucking snowballs oh, yeah. from there and it turns into an absolute shit show. So you usually yeah. know in the first quarter whether it's mm. good, uh, you know, good Winston or bad Winston oh, yeah. that's going to show up. And we, I think we were alluding to that on yesterday's show. It's like, which Winston shows up this week? If it's good Winston, I think they, they, they beat, they absolutely beat New England. If it's bad Winston, they, uh, they, yeah it's not it's not it's not it's not gonna be a good go of it and i i mean i i i just have to think about like what kind of a person doesn't get lasik eye surgery or use like some kind of eyewear and then you know like into their professional career after like second team that they're playing for in their professional career (laughs) they get actual like they have surgery for their to get their vision fixed. I mean, I'm a person who has pretty bad vision. Was this guy like not good at driving too? Like, should this guy have not been on the road? <laughs> like, I'm I'm curious. I'm curious. And also, I mean, I I totally understand the way that he lives his life. I gamble the way that he plays football. If I have a bad first quarter, like if I I'm gonna be betting on some <laughs> games today. Like if I have if I have a bad like first couple of games come out, then like I'm gonna be chasing some bad money. I'm gonna be looking at like putting together some like you know long teasers and shit on like the last game of the day and try and middle it so I can double up and shit like that. Like that's. That's what we're gonna get. <laughs> oh man, I think I think that's it. This is the Jameis Winston style of gambling, and I, you gotta wonder: is it, does LASIK eye surgery fix color blindness? Because for a while, it just oh looks God. like he was thrown to the other team. <laughs> like, that's it. This know? is true. This is true. All righty. Well, DJ and homies, it is time to talk about mybookie.ag. With MyBookie, you can bet on the NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, boxing, MLB, and futsal. That's right. I really don't know anything about this sport, but I do know that I would never bet against Brazil in futsal, and now I can do that. So MyBookie, they're well-traveled. They offer quality odds on basically everything. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN so we can keep the lights on around here, and MyBookie will give you a bonus deposit of up to $1,000. Whether you're at home, on the go, on your laptop, or degenerately looking at betting on futsal, you can bet, win, and get paid with MyBookie. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the, did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, I no- had no, I had no idea it was a futsal World Cup 2021. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a, that's really big, man. Yeah, Christ. that is a big deal. But take Brazil with a minus like five thirty or whatever. 
futsal. It's like indoor soccer. Soccer? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like really tricky indoor soccer, and I wouldn't. It's like you know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against Brazil if there was like a world MMA. I wouldn't bet against Brazil in uh, the mm. dance fighting. <laughs> what is that called? Uh, capoeira. Capoeira. Right. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I wouldn't bet against them in that. I wouldn't bet against them in futsal. You know, it's it's funny. I'm, I'm, uh, Panther's going to hate me talking about this because he's Uh-oh. such a purist when it comes to volleyball. Did you know this about Panther? By the way, he, he's like he's yeah, legit he's, like a volleyball coach. Yeah, he like, really he really knows. Yeah, his he, shit. he knows his shit, right? So, you know, this is what you got to do to make futsal more interesting. It's like no out of bounds. Just play off the walls, play off the ceiling. It doesn't fucking matter. And it reminded me back in oh, high yeah. school when we used to play volleyball that way. It's like we'd fucking like hit the things off the walls, off the ceiling, whatever it is. And it's the ball oh, still yeah. being played. Oh, yeah. Off the rafters. It was fun. Yeah. That's what I want to see. I want to see fucking futsal with the ball bouncing off the wall. And <laughs> See, now that, that's healthy. That's right? healthy. I'm, I'm about that. <laughs> All righty. So, Max, you've already gone through your picks. I'm going to start just rattling off my picks, and you can tell me what you think about these. There's some games that you're on and that maybe yep. some information has come out that uh, mm. is going to change mm. your thoughts on these things. So maybe. let's let's just start with something that's nice and easy. Now, uh, Jets at Denver. This line has moved from 10.5 yesterday to 10 today, and I mm. have a bet that the Broncos' first loss is in week four. So I like that to cash next week against the Ravens. But this week, I like Denver to win big at home. Denver minus 10. I'm not worried about this. I'm potentially looking at defensive players scoring a touchdown anytime, sprinkling on that. The you know This Jets team has been having a, a, a real crazy first couple of weeks, let's say. And I'm not, I'm not thinking that they're going to right the ship necessarily this week or cover 10 points. Wow, it's it's amazing that they, that that line moved. It's the the, the you know the public's kind of split on this game. It's uh, definitely the public is on Denver, but the money is hammering the Broncos. Kind of odd that it's gotten better for the Broncos, but I have them winning this game twenty three to eleven. So I think they do win. I do think they cover. This Jets team is just fucking shit. Yeah, and I again I said I said it on the show yesterday. I just think that. There's too many weapons for Denver. Bridgewater's got way too many targets. Oh yeah, and, and the, poor fucking Zach Wilson's got nothing. So I think oh, yeah. I think Denver wins. I mm-hmm. think they cover. Little suspect though, with, with that line I, getting better with all the money oh, yeah. coming in. Oh yeah, but look, I I was on Teddy Bridgewater winning the starting job when that was uh like you know not decided in the summer. This I knew that this was going to be a Vic mm-hmm. Fangio fever dream of an Is offense. Is that a sore spot for you though? Is that a sore spot for well, you? Oh, Teddy Bridgewater? No, that is not. In fact, well, his <laughs> knee is a sore spot for him, but like that's the reason why he was jettisoned from Minnesota, unfortunately. I wish that that didn't happen because I would have loved to keep the guy around. Mm-hmm. I saw his first mm-hmm. NFL start when he played against the uh, Atlanta Falcons yeah. week three of the, what was it, like 2016 season or something like that yeah. it had to be. I went to that game with my dad at TCF Bank Field. It was one of the few outdoor games that the Vikings have played in the last few years. That was a home game. So that was some pretty sweet stuff. Uh, I, I, I I love the guy. And I think I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's exactly what is right for this team. I think that if mm-hmm. he was still in Minnesota, mm-hmm. he'd be exactly what's right in Minnesota. But there was yeah, after yeah. <laughs> after the year that they had, they did the whole Sam Bradford. Th- it, it, they really, you know, uh, you're it, welcome. It, yeah, yeah, that was a spiral <laughs> down into madness with the first six weeks of Sam Bradford being unbelievable, and then the Vikings not. Uh, what did they win? Like another one game over the next ten in the season. It, they they had yeah. they had a terrible turnaround. Well, 
I'm depressed already. Let's keep, let's, keep ta- yeah. let's keep talking about the Vikings while we're on it. The Seahawks are going to Minnesota, and I had originally last night written down that I like the Vikings plus the points, but I woke up this morning, I looked at my phone, mm. Dalvin Cook is questionable to play the game, potentially not mm. playing the game. I do not like that. I do not like that for this Vikings team. I do not like the idea of this Vikings team starting 0-3 this year. But the thing that I do like is under 55. I don't think that if without Dalvin Cook on the field today, Vikings are going to hold up there. And the Vikings and Seahawks have a propensity to have low-scoring games. Not to mention ugly, ugly score games for both of these teams. I think Max and I were talking about this in the pre-show. I think this could be a scoregami somehow. Um, I, I don't know if, uh, if, we, if you've talked about this to the listeners on the show before, but would you like to describe what Scorigami is? It's a football score that's never happened before, right? So it's a, it's yeah. it's it's the odd scores, and of course the uh, the one score that is the the rarest of the Scorigamis would be a zero zero game, right? A zero right. zero tie would would right. be the or one no, I'm sorry, Six to one, one nothing, one nothing would be the uh, the rarest one. Well, yeah, it, that was when scoring it, was different, though, right? No, 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 you can still score one. You can still score one. Oh, is that if the game is forfeited? Wait a minute. No, it's not one nothing. Yeah, is it one nothing? No, there's something. There's something there. Like there yeah, is there's definitely six something. to one. There's six to one. That's the one that's six like the one. demon that's the, score. That's the rarest one. That's, that's the, that's the demon yeah, score. Yeah, because Where's... someone scores. Someone scores a touchdown, and then it's picked off in the uh, the the end zone. They go for two, and it's picked off. No, and the other team returns it for a point. Worse than that, it's a safety. They, is that, is it, a, it has is to be a ninety, like a like a ninety-eight oh, yard oh, oh safety. God. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the, it. It's a one-point yeah. safety right, that right, they right. award. One-point safety. That's it. It's, okay. It's it's absolutely impossible. So so basically, we're talking just weird scores that could like that feasibly could happen in football, but are absolutely ridiculous and probably yeah. will never happen. Like you would think that someone would score a field goal in that six-to-one game at some point in time, <laughs> or something, or like yeah, that. Like right. it, it's it's such a fluky game, but God knows that would have to be like some weather-oriented game where like the snap just like oh, you right. know yeah. it would have to be sort of like a like a like a goose comes in and picks up the ball and takes it so anywho Pete I'm, Carroll heavy yes. talking about Seattle though Pete Carroll heavy into the score guy yep. stuff he's, he's he's a fiend with this stuff so you're you're oh, yeah. betting the under on this I'm right? betting the under and I'm thinking that it's like a 22 to 18 game some really dumb <laughs> ugly looking score that may have never happened before that's that's what I'm thinking in this game so I'm taking the under 55 I I would have liked the Vikings plus the points hell I would have even been a little bit money I, I would have almost got money line on this guy but with Dalvin Cook being out I know it's the Vikings home opener I should I should have more love for this team but i seriously can't at this point <laughs> moving on let's well, stay- real quick yeah. real quick counter argument for that mm. i'm sorry without dalvin cook what are they gonna have to do more of oh they're gonna throw the ball they're gonna have to throw more, so there ends it goes who has a terrible secondary uh, is seattle yeah, so again yeah, just i got a little counter argument here I- is that Without Dalvin, they might be like Kirk Cousins might get fucking fifty attempts, and and they might put up some points. Just just saying, like yeah. I had this, I had this slightly over. I was looking at my notes yesterday. I had this slightly over. Without Dalvin Cook, you might be right. It might it might it might go under now, but it could also just be that crazy like fuck it, like Kirk and 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 Russell. Kirk has better stats this year, right. by the way. Uh, <laughs> going tit for tat, so. Uh, it, or it could be an ugly five to nine game, <laughs> you know, with maybe, maybe that's what we're going to get. It could be, it could be one or the other. So just, just be. throwing that out there. Let's stay in the division. Let's move on to the Packers at 49ers. This is a game mm. that I'm looking at. The Packers are getting three points on the road. And frankly, 
I think they win this game outright. So I'm money lining hmm. the Packers. 49ers have been a rough matchup for the Packers over the last three to five years. But I think today Green Bay gets the W. Rodgers is in prime time where I think he needs for his career to flex on some teams early in the season in prime time so that he can let Green Bay down later in the year and then go to San Francisco. I don't hate that play whatsoever. Uh, we did not talk about the show yesterday, uh, this game yesterday on the show. I am leaning Green Bay here with the points. I have this as a close one. I got San Francisco winning at 26 to 24. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I'm, I'm, I have to have to just look at that game one with Green Bay with a, with a kind of a side eye, and I don't know how much that should really impact my numbers here. So you know, you you kind of uh, factor that out or do a, a, a you know some kind of multiplier on that game as opposed to you know counting it as a hundred percent, and maybe Green Bay does win it. So I don't hate that play. Some moral support there, buddy. All righty, all righty. I know the Sax kitten is going to be stoked that I'm going to be on that game with her tonight. So hooray! Uh, moving on, Atlanta is going to the New York Giants today. And everyone was up on the Giants' competitiveness, quote-unquote, in their Thursday game last week when they should have won and then, you know, didn't thanks to a pretty brutal penalty call. Uh, They may have had 10 days to prepare for the Falcons, but I just... I think the Falcons are going to win it, and they're getting two and a half points. So give me Atlanta plus two and a half today. Thank you. Thank you. Some fucking sense, finally, from someone I do a show with. Some sense, really, because the other fucking knuckleheads were on the Giants yesterday. So I like Atlanta, too. I like Atlanta. I, th- I think Atlanta wins this game as well. I I, I really I, – I, listen, I'm, I live – 15 minutes away from where the Giants play. So first off, the traffic's going to suck around here. It's <laughs> oh, going to be man. absolute shit. I'm going to try to go to Dunkin' Donuts later to get a coffee. I'm going to wait in line for fucking six hours because the asshole's trying to get to the Giants game. Ugh. But I, I got Atlanta winning by two. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, man. I think they, they win it. Uh, there we go. Are you, are you money lining or? Uh, I, I'm not money lining that early in the season. Okay. Uh, I don't, I'm taking the points uh, right now. Probably by week four is where you start seeing Max's money lines starting to come out. I need Got at least it. four weeks of data before trusting a money line. Uh, until then, I I do have teams that I think will win, mm-hmm. but it, I'm so heavily reliant on last year's data, and I create like an algorithm that's based off of a mix of last year's data, this year's data, and it's, it's constantly yeah. evolving. And until I get four solid weeks of data, I, I don't trust money lines. But I, I I wouldn't hate it. So you are money lining it? No, though, right? no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm no, taking Atlanta plus the yeah. two and a half points that I can get right now. I'm taking that right meow but i wouldn't hate the money line of it because you said that they you thought they were going to win outright so mm-hmm. all right meow? i did say meow <laughs> i did i threw i threw that in there i just snuck in a quick meow <laughs> all right let's move on we only got i only got one more game that i want to talk about today no. saints at patriots patriots minus two and a half i like this line i think that the patriots should really be closer to like five or six uh Mm. if you ask me um and the the real question that you guys have touched on throughout this podcast history is uh what james winston are we about to get this Mm. week and Mm -hmm. i am betting uh against getting good james winston yeah you're probably right i mean you're probably right i I have i have new orleans winning this game i have them winning going you know on the road winning this game uh but I, there's, I did not want to touch it. Like my numbers said that that New Orleans wins, and then I looked at it, and 
uh, my, my gut and my brain overrode my uh, Excel. I was like, fuck you. We're not betting this game. So uh, I, I'm, lean, I'm leaning New Orleans here, but I think you're going to cash that one, buddy. Love it. Love it. How often do you not trust the Excel early in the season like this? Or do, do you give, oh, do you very, give it a weird look? Yeah. No, it's, 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 you know, I do really well with totals. Funny mm-hmm. enough, early in the season, my Excel spits out totals. I think last week I was 11 and five or something like that with my totals. Yeah. Uh, week one, I was probably like uh, 10 and six. So totals do really well with my Excel earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the way that I calculate just a, a little bit of, uh, a little bit of the calculation that goes into it, I really look at uh, points per minute. Got it. As one of my my favorite metrics to look at, it's it's teams like how many points they score per minute. So you're you're looking at uh, that, and then you're looking at their um, time of possession, right? So on Not average, minutes. this te- this yeah this team has the ball for X percent of the game, and they score Y points per minute. So in theory, um, you know that's that's the main factor of it. And then you start putting the defensive metrics in the opposite. Basically, the opposite of that is you know a, a team like uh, the Rams. Well, maybe maybe they don't score X amount of points per minute, but they prevent the other team. So, but it really starts off with time of possession, how many points they score and points per minute. It really, uh, those are my my main factors. So early in the season, I do really well with the totals. Um, And then uh, as the season shifts and becomes its second iteration or third iteration, it it changes a bit. And then my spreads become a little bit more reliable. And that's when I feel comfortable money lining it. So early in the season, I look at the Excel and I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I say that to Excel documents all the time, actually. That's that's often that's often how Excel is. I know that it's run by geniuses and it's a great program. And, you know, everyone should love Microsoft Excel. But uh, there's definitely a lot of times where I, I pull up a spreadsheet and go, oh, F you. It's, well, it's all just zeros and ones, buddy. It's just all just, yeah. every, everything, everything you see on the screen right now, these oh colors, everything is just zeros and ones. Just fucking think about that. And that's why I want to just go see a real life football game on my television. That's not zeros <laughs> and ones, Max. That's, that's not right, zeros that's and right. ones. Those are real people on the that's field it. losing money for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You said you had a little bit of baseball. So do you want to oh, run through some quick baseball? Right, right, right through real quick here. My bets on the day. I'm going to take uh, the Cleveland Guardians plus 144. I'm going to take those Toronto Blue Jays. We talked about them, I think, in the pre-show maybe. Mm-hmm. Did we actually talk about them on the live show? It's probably the pre-show. I'm taking the, the Blue Jays minus 186. I'm going to take the your Colorado Rockies oh, yeah. at home plus 146. I think they got to win one of these fucking things. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, I'm going to jump on the Seattle Mariners. I think they get to Otani today. Got them plus 129, but that line is getting worse and worse and worse. So uh, bets for the day, Guardians, Blue Jays, Rockies, and Mariners, and that is it for me. There we go. D-Gens, that's all we've got for you this Sunday morning. So come on out to the site, download the app, buy some merch so you you can look cool for your friends. Follow us on Twitter at BettingAbsolute, and when it's all said and done, let's make some money, fools. His career is fucked. He's going to end up in goddamn Cleveland. As we discussed, it's the Max and Panther Show, hosted by Arch You said the Chiefs are going to be good, too, you stupid. <laughs> Justin Bieber! Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.